Hey guys, welcome back to the Cornerstone Christian Podcast. We apologize for being out last week. That's my fault. Um, I'm still dealing with uh, some dental pain here. I was supposed to get in this week and get that sucker yanked out, but that didn't happen. Um, so I'm going Monday afternoon. And while I say that, more than likely they're going to take x-rays and say, no, no, you got to take these antibiotics for a little bit and then come back and get it pulled. But it is what it is. It's fine. As long as it gets taken care of. However, today, uh, we want to talk about something that I, I would say, Gant, you think this subject's kind of overlooked for the most part? Uh, yeah, it can be. I mean, it's one of the more easily overlooked, I think. Yeah. It's, you know, might be briefly mentioned, but, you know, I don't hear a lot of, like, sermons or, you know, right. services yeah. being talked about on it, so. We're going to talk about staying faithful, and I kind of want to open this up with a a story that something that happened to me um and this is actually there's a video i made a video about this on the the grace ranch youtube channel um the title of the video is missed opportunities and i think this kind of ties in pretty well to what we're going to talk about today but here's the story all right so it was about two or three weeks before the last day of uh, deer season down here where we're at and i went out and didn't see no pigs or i'm sorry didn't see no deer um i really i didn't get a deer at all last year but you know spoiler alert on the story but anyway uh so i didn't see a deer that night but a huge huge like 400 450 pound pig showed up and you know, you hunters out there, I'm sure you guys can relate. You see something like that, your heart's just like, oh, thump, 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 you know, going crazy, adrenaline. Well, dig a good-sized pit to get that sucker cooked. Right? So, I had, at that time, I believe I had my 270. I could be mistaken, but I had my 270 on me, and I aim for a perfect shot. Perfect. Well, I never even hit that pig. He oh. just, yeah, he just got scared and run off. Well, that was unfortunate. A few days later, I go back out there. It's about, mm, it was late evening, just before dark. But um, this four point shows up, and you know, it's a four point. I'm, yeah. I'm not really too big on taking four point. I usually like to go at least seven and above. If you guys out there prefer whatever you prefer, that's that's your deal. That's fine. I'm not judging. But I wanted to let this little four point go and let him grow. He was legal, but I wanted to let him go so he could grow. But uh, I did that, and yeah, I was feeling pretty good about myself. You know, I'm like, hey, cool. I let that guy live and whatnot. But an hour after I let that four point walk, about thirty pigs show up at the feeder, oh. and. They are about 25, 30 pounds a piece. They weren't huge, but they were really good cooking size, you know. Uh-huh. Put, uh, put them in the smoker, cook them whole. So, I'm thinking, all right, I'm not going to leave here empty-handed. At the time, I had my uh, lever action 30-30. Not the best gun you want whenever you got a group of pigs up there. Should have had my AR with me. But, um, so I aim. <laughs> I just go Clint Eastwood on this on this herd of pigs <laughs> boom 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 into this uh into this herd of pigs and wouldn't you know it i didn't hit a single one. Oh, these pigs 
were in a close group covering about a 15 to 20 foot area. Yeah. And I didn't hit a single one. Well, fast forward. Last day of deer season. Uh, I guess it would have been 2020. Nope. I guess, yeah, deer season 2020. It was back in January of this year. I'm out there. And at this point, I, I just, I want something. So two does show up that morning. This is like the break of dawn. You can see your breath in the, in the air, you know, you're freezing. <laughs> I'd been out there since like an hour and a half before dark, just waiting. I'm out there and these two good sized does show up. It's the last day of the season and you cannot eat horns. So I'm all for taking a doe. You know, would I like to take a buck? Of course. Oh yeah. But let's be honest, folks. Doe tastes better. Yeah. It, it just does. It is what it is. So anyway, these two does show up. And at this point, I think I was using, I don't remember what gun I was using, but I do know that it was sighted or so I thought. So I go for the perfect shot, you know, just behind the shoulder perfect heart shot on the bigger doe I shot she jumps up does a backflip takes off running jumps the fence I'm thinking I hit her I know I hit her so I gave it a few minutes and uh, put my gun down and you know I have a pistol on me let's not get crazy whenever you go tracking a deer you don't want to go through the woods without without something something yeah so anyway I go up there and would you know it no blood nothing Oh. somehow I missed this deer and let me let me clear up the issue on this I'm not a bad shot I'm actually and I'm not I'm not trying to toot my own horn or anything but I'm I'm actually a pretty good shot and I don't know what was going on with all those instances but the title of that video that I put up about that was missed opportunities and Look at it this way. I was given every opportunity, multiple opportunities, to harvest an animal during that season. Yeah. You know, plenty of them showed up. But it was through my failures, my shortcomings, my oversights, whatever, what have you, that I wasn't able to harvest an animal. It was on me. I was afforded every opportunity but I didn't make good on it because of my shortcomings. So with all that being said, it's easy to get discouraged in situations like that. Yeah. Let's say you're a faithful church goer and you tithe and you do, you know, all kinds of activities in the church and bad things seem to happen to you. Well, a lot of times, sadly, folks will just get discouraged and they start losing their faith and that it's heartbreaking when that happens i've seen so many people go through situations faithful people i've seen yeah. people fall away because of things like that and the truth truth of the matter is whenever you accept christ into your heart there's now a target on your back oh yeah and, you know, things are going to come your way. Christ told us that, you know, we're going to face many trials and tribulations. We will be persecuted. And, well, 
I mean, to that point, look what's going on in Afghanistan right now. Um, Christians are being murdered, beheaded. Um, Folks, you guys out there listening, be in prayer for everything going on right now. Uh, These are... These are some bad times we got going on, and we need God every minute of every day, especially right now. Yeah, even in the good times. The God of the good times is still God of the bad times. Yes, sir. What's, what's that song? The God on the mountains, the God in the valley. Oh, uh, yeah, something along those lines. You know, there's a there's a pretty interesting point that uh, to that I thought about a long time ago. You know. Let's, okay, let's take this. These mountain ranges that you see, these high mountain ranges, the top of the mountain is usually barren. You know, it's rock um, yeah. and stuff like that. But when you get down in the valley, it's lush, vegetated, all kinds of foliage. Yeah. Well, why is that? Because sometimes, just as just like in life, you can only grow from the bottom. You know? You can't just, you can't be vibrant and flourish whenever you're already way up there at the top. Growth happens at the bottom. Yeah. So start from the ground up. And from the ground up is whenever you surrender your life and surrender yourself to Jesus Christ. Very good. I I, I found that, by the way. It's uh, Bill and Gloria Gaither, God on the Mountain. Yes, I love that song. For the God on the Mountain is still the God in the Valley. When things go wrong, he'll make them right. And the God of the good times is still the God in the bad times. The God of the day is still God in the night. That song kind of <clears throat> kind of gets to me uh, when my mom passed away. Oh, yeah. Uh, a, a good friend of mine, James Johnson, he was preaching the following Sunday at church. And, and, and around this time, when my mom passed away, um, a good friend of mine's... Um, wife had just passed away two days prior to when my mom passed away and i think a day or so after that a good friend of mine's grandparent had passed away and it's just it there was a lot of death and a lot of loss in that in that week's time and i really feel for my friend james because he was filling in doing the uh, sermon that sunday and man God spoke through him that day yeah, in, in a mighty, mighty way. And it was pretty much over that subject, the God of the mountains, still the God in the valley. Uh, valley. And I can't imagine the pressure he was under because, I mean, you could feel it in a, in a church body, in, in your congregation, you know, whenever you're a close-knit group like that, you're a family. Yeah. You could walk into that building and you could feel the, the sorrow that was going on because, you know, we mourn yeah. for each other. We love each other. Oh yeah, and uh, he preached on that, and that song was also played before the before the service. And that song always, it's going to hold a special place in my heart forever because that song got me through a pretty pretty rough time in my life. Yeah, and I, I say that song, you know, it was God that got me through that. But you know, the he used that song though. right. So, um, but I do want to touch on a verse real quick. Pull my Bible up here. And that's ironic. This is actually the verse that we had put on my mother's headstone. This is Second uh, Timothy 4, verse 7. I have fought the good fight, and I have finished the race, and I have kept the faith. 
that that'll preach oh yeah because let's go back to the age-old argument what if we're wrong what if god doesn't exist what have we lost you know? exactly if, if we're wrong so what i mean i don't believe at all that we're wrong I, you know i believe yeah. that scripture is completely inerrant and 100 percent factual but our understanding of it maybe you know on the other hand but see yeah i just if we're wrong we have lost nothing but you non-believers out there and hopefully there's some of you listening i truly hope there's some non-believers listening to this right now and i hope that something yeah. we say something that god puts you know in our mouths to preach to you i hope it makes a difference in your life um yeah. at least you know piques your interest makes you you know take notice something like that but for you atheists out there you non-believers out there what if you're wrong you got a lot more at stake than we do <laughs> you know yeah uh <clears throat> that's a scary thought you know you always see these posts on social media that tell a scary story in four words and it's those four words i never yeah. knew you those are the scariest words in existence Oof. oh man for believers anyway i mean yeah absolutely which i would hope that everybody's a believer but i know that's that's just not the truth yeah but i'm sorry i'm hogging the i'm hogging the time here man what, what oh, you got you're quite all, you are quite all right uh yeah i'm glad you brought up that second Timothy. that's that's up there with like was it the 23rd psalm as far as like there's a list that you almost always hear at yeah everybody's funeral and it's yeah. there's reasons for it i actually have a, a laser engraved uh back plate for my nine millimeter yeah uh the back plate of that nine millimeter has a psalm 23 on it nice <laughs> good little touch and right. i'll tell you what the quality of that is impeccable because i've had that on that gun for about eight or nine years now and yeah. it, it ain't faded it ain't worn it's still you can still read it clear as day it's it's nice really good work right on right on Oh, one of the first ones I had brought up here was, uh, dead, you know, kind of towards the beginning of the Psalms here, Psalms chapter 9, verses 9 and 10, that says, The Lord is a stronghold for the oppressed, a stronghold in times of trouble. And those who know your name put their trust in you. For you, O Lord, have not forsaken those who seek you. Amen to that. Ah, the stuff in there, yeah. Oh. Uh, those who seek you so like believer non-believer you go looking for him he's gonna come get you, mm -hmm. you know? and, i mean you may not even notice it at first yeah i mean i can I, back in the day whenever i was still you know wild and crazy i can still remember i would be out at parties i would be out doing things i shouldn't be doing i knew in my heart what i what i should be doing i knew that i should be you know submitting myself to God and quitting all this, you know, tomfoolery, as it were. <laughs> um, but I would be out and about in these situations, and I would feel that pull. Yeah. Uh, either whether it be like a, a voice in the back of my head or just a gut feeling, something was saying, what are you doing? Yeah. And Gant, I, you understand. I mean, you, you, oh, yeah. you saw me at that point. And I was going to say I was there for some of that, so... I want to say, I got to say thank you 
Gantt because honestly, yeah. you were a you were a pivotal role in my conversion. You truly were. Well, I appreciate that. And that Bible that you give me, I'm sorry, I'll speak proper English. That Bible that you gave me uh, so many <laughs> years ago, right? I still have that, and I will never let it go. Yeah. That Bible, I actually take it out and look at it from time to time because it's it's special to me. It yeah. re it really is. It was that's kind of like the uh I guess memorial yeah to my old life. Because whenever you gave me that Bible, that was the day. Yeah. That was the day that that decision was made. That's not the day that I was saved, but that was the day that I decided it started to make sense. Yes. And I'll I'll forever be grateful for that. Yeah. You're quite welcome. Glad I was able to, you know, help out with that. In more ways than you understand, man. Yeah. But sorry, we'll get back on topic here. <laughs> we'll get there eventually, folks. You just have to bear with us here. I hope you guys like, you know, rambling because we're really I'm really good at, at just rambling. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh, if nothing else, I think it's a old habit or maybe a talent that spawned from all those uh, sixteen-hour nights we used to pull. Oh, we had nothing but time to sit around and yap at each other. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't miss those days. Well, no, I don't miss the work. I don't. I don't miss the place, but I miss the camaraderie. Yeah, because we were a family up there. Oh, dude, in every sense of the word, there because. Uh, there, you know, there's people that you loved being with, people you couldn't stand, and, you know, the full spectrum all in between, so. Mm -hmm. You know, also, you know, switching switching gears here again, I'll talk to you a little bit about what's been going on this week. Aside from all that tooth pain that I've been having, the, um, I <laughs> thought I had the Rona. Oh. Uh, yeah. I come home the other night, and... I had a fever. I had body aches. Granted, I just went to the chiropractor and got popped. Like everything. I was in, a right. little, I was, I was in bad shape. Hips were out and all that stuff. But uh, I was running a fever and everything. And it's like, I had it like 80 degrees in the house. I'm under three blankets. I can't warm up. I'm freezing. So I figured, oh, boy. you know, I better go ahead and go get tested. Just in case. Yeah. Um, I'm not really, I wasn't really too concerned about actually having it. Whether I did or not. It, that's neither here nor there, but I figured I better go get tested because I don't want to be transmitting it to other people. You know, I'm not a, oh, yeah. I'm not a vaxxer. I'm not anything like that. I don't even really care for wearing a mask, but I'm a responsible person. You know, if I get it, I don't want to give it to other people. And regardless of what some folks think, you can be like that and it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to. Anyway. So anyway, I went and got tested and, uh, Turns out I'm negative, so apparently I just got some some other junk going on. I guess the fever was brought on by that cavity or that tooth that I got going on. Who knows? But it's been a rough week, folks. I had to sleep on the living room floor. You believe that? I got kicked out of the bedroom because she thought I, I could have Rona. I had to sleep on the living room floor for oh man a couple nights. And, oh man. Well, I, I'd say she's got a little a little more reason to be extra cautious right now. Yeah, I, I believe you're right. But, um, so back to staying faithful, <laughs> we'll get, we will get back on track. Um, All right. How many times have you guys, for you, uh, believers out there, 
you know, you're, you pride yourself on, I guess it's a poor choice of words, but you fancy yourself a, a really faithful person. But as I spoke of earlier, some bad things have happened and it's kept you away from God. Uh, I think a really fine example of that is church hurt. Um, oh, yeah. I've known many of folks that have been church hurt. And, you know, like they say, you start missing church a lot, soon you ain't going to miss it. Yep. And you fall back out of your faith. And that's, it's it's alarming how easy that is. Um, how ridiculously easy. Yeah, I mean, you can make up any excuse in the world as to why you don't want to go to church. And yeah. all of a sudden it's just, that's the norm. And you find yourself falling back into your old ways. And sometimes it takes God putting you flat on your face for you to realize where you need to be. Yeah. And I understand that, you know, bad things happen. And, you know, there's always that question, why do bad things happen to good people? Well, it's, <laughs> I know it's a cop-out answer that people like to, people like to say it's a cop-out answer, but that's not for us to, to question, you know? Yeah. Um, Maybe there's a lesson you need to learn in there. Maybe seeing you struggle and somehow overcome it, you know, is an inspiration to somebody else in your life. Character you know? building, who knows? You never, yeah. I mean, my story is no worse than anybody else's, and people got stories a lot worse than mine. Oh, yeah. um, But, you know, I've been through some stuff, but I believe, I have no regrets about my past at all. Yeah. Um, I believe everything that's happened up until this point has made me who I am, and I, I kind of like me. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm my biggest fan. There you go. <laughs> but you, you just you can't let, you know, um, hiccups get in the way of your faith. Yeah. Uh, turn to Scripture, turn to God, pray, and you just have to understand you're not in control. You ain't got this. Yeah. God's got this. You might think you do, but that's that human side kicking in again there. We always like to be in control. Mm -hmm. We like to know what's going on. We like to, you know, we just got to know. Yeah. But we don't know. <laughs> no. And that's the hard truth of it. Oh, man. Uh, let's see. What have I got here? Yeah, we can, I mean, there's all sorts of stuff all over Psalms here. You could almost do this whole thing out of just Psalms or somebody's, how much stuff can you cover with just reading Psalms, you know? Mm -hmm. <laughs> but uh, another verse I had pulled up was uh, 27.1 out of the book of Psalms. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? I think it's inter an interesting note. How many times the word stronghold is used? In, I was in just Psalms. fixing to say that. Uh, what is a stronghold, folks? It's you ain't getting through it. Um, no, you can beat on them walls all you want; it's still gonna be there. Yep. So you ain't gonna you ain't gonna you ain't gonna beat God. Like okay, I guess that brings us to a, a really good uh, example, Job. Yeah, there you go. I mean, I mean, that old boy had it rough. Oh, lost his kids, lost his health, lost his money. He lost everything. And what were his friends telling him to do? 
curse God and die. Yeah, quit and give up. Yeah, like, that's, but he didn't, you know, that's, that's how we should be. And man, I'm gonna tell you what, can't, could I do it? (laughs) I don't know. I mean, as strong as he was, if you remember, he came awfully close there. He did. But he managed to stick it out somehow or another. And, uh, you know, that's, Job is always referenced, like, you always hear the patience of Job. Yeah. Well, yes, I I think that's applicable. But I would, I would take it one better and I would say the faith of Job. Yeah. Because, yeah, he had doubts. He, he, I want to say he even got mad at God. Yeah. And folks, this is a touchy subject too, but it's okay to be mad at God. No. Um, you better not be mad long, (laughs) (laughs) but, but I, he, he understands you. He understands your heart. He understands what you're going through. And he also understands human nature. Um, you know, he understands completely what we're going through. There is. I don't remember the verse off the top of my head, but there is nothing common to man that, ah, hang on a second. I got to look that up. All right. I got it right here. It's first Corinthians 10, 13. No temptation has overtaken you. That is not common to man. God is faithful and he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability. But with the temptation, he will also provide a way of escape that you may be able to endure it. And that verse right there, yeah. verse pluckers love that verse because they always <laughs> change it to oh, yeah. God will never give you more than you can handle. That is completely false because he may, but yeah. he always gives you a way out. So I guess, I mean, you could, I guess you could take that interpretation of it, but to me, it just, it, it's, sounds false yeah um but i love what what that verse says because there's nothing that we can experience that's not common yeah so you know whatever we're going through it's it's nothing new you know it's been around forever and being that that has been around forever and christianity is still here well must be doing something right exactly you know God is forever. If we we're messing it up that bad, pretty sure he just said something by now. <laughs> right. And I, you know, I'm at this point, I'm waiting for that day. Oh uh, man. I'm waiting to hear that trumpet, but uh, the way the world's going, man, it's just, it's, it is written. I can put it that way. It is written. That we it's all like know. A, uh, something our, uh, our other, friend Jason has brought up several times in his messages is uh, uh, oh gosh what, how, how does he usually say it that yeah it's going to get hard it's going to get tough but as hard as it's going to be those of us that do believe should be in a roundabout way happy about it because mm-hmm. the harder it gets that means that's that much closer that we're getting to the end of it all And I 100% agree know, with that the day that we get to finally, you know, join everybody up there in paradise, you know. You know, how's it going to feel whenever you hear those words, well done, my good and faithful servant? Yeah. Oh, dude. Man, 
And, you know, we've... After that, I pile of grass on the side of that golden street you know I, I don't have to have the fancy bed and the right the man the mansion that we're promised it's like once i hear those words and i know i'm inside the gate i don't care <laughs> right. at that point right give you know, me a, give me a cot i don't care i'm good i, I made it i you know <laughs> and you know we've spoken before about uh our crowns yeah you know not all of us are going to have these fancy extravagant crowns but we're still going to have a crown mine may just have like a little a little pearl or something in it, <laughs> but it doesn't matter because we're going to turn right around and we're going to give it back a, to Christ. Here's a coat hanger with some tinfoil on it. <laughs> here's this, but you made it by the skin of your teeth. <laughs> Oof, you're in here somehow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Lord knows we've done some stuff. That he does. There's nothing we've done that he don't know about. Yeah. Um, I think next week, um, I have an idea for uh, an episode. I think I emailed it to you. Okay. If I didn't, I'll I'll shoot it to you. But um, about the baptism stuff. No, um, it was about uh, Matthew fourteen. I want to say. Uh, I think I remember seeing something about that. But I got I got some pretty good notes on that, and okay, folks, you don't want to miss that one. Um, that's going to be a good one. Well, and I apologize for how much we chase squirrels or how much I chase squirrels. Ah, um, I'm not much better than that. You know, I just, you know, I'm a talkative person anymore. I didn't used to be, but no. uh, I just get carried away in conversation, I guess. <laughs> oh, it's easy to. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the point of all this, folks, is you just stick with it. It's going to get hard. You're going to want to quit. You're just plain out not going to want to do any of it or listen to any of it at times. Mm-hmm. As I mean, I'm 37. I'll be 38 come this next February here. Uh, so that's, shoot, I turned my life over initially when I was like 9, 10. So almost 30 years of being a believer. And I have times where I just don't want to hear any of it. Just everybody needs to leave me alone, leave me be, you know. And let me wallow. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he's always there for you folks. And, uh, like the verse I read er- there earlier says, just seek him and he'll find you because he's right there watching and waiting for you. He so stands at the door and knocks. If he yep. opens it, he'll come in and have a meal with us. I think that's yes, in sir. revelation something. No, yep. I don't remember, but I mean, it, it's honestly, it's that easy folks. Um, you know, our life here on earth is, uh, a blink of an eye and it's not, we we put too much focus on our well being here on earth. And I'm not telling you to go live under a bridge and this and that, you know, live your life, but don't put so much focus on your worldly life that you lose sight of your eternal life. Yeah, don't worry about the, you know, wearing the latest fashions or mm-hmm. driving the newest, shiniest cars or whatever. It's, you know, you know, not don't maybe not ignore that, you know, because I mean, if you have the means to go get that stuff, then, you know, hey, whatever. But just like he's like you're saying, you know, don't let that become your focus. 
Yeah, don't let money and materialistic things become your god. Is that yeah? That's the easiest form of idolatry that we have nowadays, folks. Is that Almighty Dollar? Yep. Even though it doesn't mean anything. And yeah, that's another time. Uh, uh, yeah, that's a whole another two or three shows, I think. <laughs> right. We could eventually we're going to be upsetting some folks with some political stuff because I think it's getting to the point now where uh, I don't think we're going to have a choice but to but to talk yeah. about it. But you know, we I, I try to. I try not to go political too much. Um, I know that it's a touchy subject, but folks, it's getting hard to keep the church and state separate. Yeah. Um, to a point, okay, you know, but on certain things, yes and no. Yeah, but it, it's gotten to the point now where got to do something. Yeah. You know, but I guess we can end on that note, folks. We're just about out of time here. Um, like I said, stay tuned for next week. We are going to be going to be some good stuff next week. Uh, we'll Matthew try 14. To, yes, Matthew 14, if you guys want to brush up on that. But we'll try to get a little bit more consistent on our episode published dates. It's it, it's hard sometimes, you know. We both work. We both have lives yeah. and whatnot. This whole podcast thing is still kind of new to both of us. You know, right. not, we're not some of these YouTubers that this is all they sit around and do. So Right. So, all right, guys. Um, thank you for listening. Uh, please rate and share the podcast and uh, get the word out there. And until next week, God bless y'all, and we'll see you later. Amen, folks.